This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man, from the Bay to LA and beyond. 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 I'm fired up. I'm fired up. You know, whenever you do that much reading and studying and then you you ace a homework assignment, it feels good. That's why I had a beer. I had to celebrate my my intelligence. That's right. I had to celebrate my intelligence. You got to celebrate the intelligence. As I was uh, as I was walked into a liquor store that I haven't been in since I was a kid. Of course, they have new shop owners and. They're younger, the younger generation, and you know, sharing with them. You know, I just finished, you know, finished some homework assignments, so now I got to reward myself. He said, "Whoa!" He said, "So you, you work all week on your homework, and and then you congratulate yourself." I said, "Yes." You know, just because you can don't mean you should. Meaning. Some people just reward themselves every day. You can't. It, it, it's not a reward if you reward yourself every day. Yeah, I'm talking about the guys that, guys and women that that work and they come home after that hard work and they crack open a beer. Can't do that every day. It kind of defeats the purpose of intelligence. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it does. So that's that's my first piece of wisdom for this podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm just fired up because it does feel good and and studying something that I I I already love and studying things that I have an interest in that no one in my circle of friends, family. Or connections have no no affiliation with none. The things I'm studying, I know no one else who is in the field of work, which is perfect. That means I'm in the one percentile of the industry that I'm about to leap into. Yeah, yeah. International business is where it's at. Globalization is where it's at. And, uh, yeah, it gives me, uh, you know, right to work anywhere. So, gotta renew some things because, uh, I feel opportunities knocking at the door. That's right. That's right. It's a hot, scorchery day today. Uh, not a good day to be riding. So I'm heading towards. I'm gonna head towards the Albany Marina. Cause there's always a nice. Ah, oh, I should have brought my. Ah, oh, maybe I'll go back and get it. I have this kite that I've had for about six years, and I haven't opened it up because every time I think about. You know, playing with my kite, 
you know, it's either too breezy or I just forget. And um, I think today is a perfect day for that. Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But it would be good to have it so I can play around with it. Think about a kite you know, working in the city or living in the city, urban metropolis. You know, you got wires and trees and power lines everywhere. So you can't just step outside in your backyard and just fly a kite. You got to really search an area to fly a kite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Thomas Jefferson didn't have that problem. He just stepped out his, you know, his front yard and said, you know, it's a great day to fly a kite. Mother Nature said, oh, you think so, huh? Have some of that, Thomas Jefferson. You know, when you think about the forefathers, the forefathers of America, it, it seems unreal. Yeah, it seems unreal that these guys even existed because... You know, there's no pictures, there's just drawings and someone's depiction of what these guys look like because there were no Kodak cameras or anything. There were illustrationalists uh, and artists, you know, find me an artist, find me the best artists around and have them paint me doing this. That's a... George Washington, you know, his hand in his jacket and he's got the pose. So here we are in 2021 and everyone's got a camera. Everybody that has a phone has a camera. If you want to print it out, easy. Buy you one of those Epson little, I saw a little Epson printer, about no bigger than the size of a, a really small boom box. And uh, it can print up to, uh, I think like a hundred four by five pictures or whatever. I mean, talk about the future. I mean, I, I grew up at a time where I still have film. <laughs> And every time I took pictures, I had to drop it off at the uh, Payless, Payless Kodak Center. They had a little Kodak Center and they develop your film and you come pick it up. And hopefully you don't have uh, someone else's pictures. You know, it's happened. It's happened. I found the one place I can actually have... Uh, a little peace and quiet away from, you know, people talking and alarms going off and helicopters and BART trains rolling by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess peace and quiet is hard to come by these days. God bless anybody that's not receiving some peace and quiet. I, I, I. I know exactly what you mean. It's hard. It's, 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 you know, 
it's been struggling, challenging times. I've had some interesting conversations with people on um, how they live in, you know, how they've been affected by this stubborn, challenging uh, pandemic. For most, for the most part, you know, um, people are wearing their masks again, thank God. But California is like on it. Governor Newsom has been on it. Here's what I want to say about that too, Governor Newsom. I mean, I did not know that, I guess, the political party, wherever that is, maybe the Republicans, have been trying to get this guy out of California six times. Six times. And I'm like, why? Why why would you? Well, the obvious is why. I guess it's obvious. I, I don't know. You know, until I did the, um, you know, the research on on one of my top leaders, um, he explained it. You know, it, it all makes sense. But for someone who has four kids, who's battling California fires, in addition to the homelessness. In addition to the pandemic, in addition to family life and personal life, I mean, most people would jump off a bridge or take some pills or cut their wrists or or fall into drugs and all kind of other stuff. So it's like when you think about that and then on top of that, you put all that out there. And you have people that want to put you out of, oh, recall, recall. Oh, he's not doing a great job. Well, I would really like to see you do better. That's, it's like, it's equivalent to people who, who talk about sports figures. And see, I don't talk smack about sports figures. You know why? Because I can't do what they do. I couldn't do what they do if I tried to do it. And I wouldn't try it because I'd probably break my other ankle. So I don't get into that. But it trips me out to hear when people are like, oh, this guy can't play. This guy can't shoot. This guy can't throw a ball. This guy can't swing a bat. I'm like, but can you do better? Because if you can't do better, you, you got you to gotta tone it down a notch. So what I say to any, anyone that would have been in, in his position or has been in his position, I don't think anyone has. I mean, this guy was the mayor of San Francisco and lieutenant governor and the governor. You know what that takes? You know what kind of brain power that takes? On top of that, to have dys- dyslexia? Oh, my God. So I'm, I saw some commentary on, on one of the videos that, you know, he was on one of the late night shows and one of the commentary, you know, people always got something to say. And we know about opinions. Opinions are the cheapest commodities on earth. Worth less. 
Yet you always get people from the peanut gallery, you know, chiming in. And this guy is, you know, oh, politics, politicians and their failed blah, blah. Well, politics is like taxes. Can't get under it, can't get around it. So screw anybody that doesn't like Governor Newsom. We can still be friends, but, you know, if you ever start talking about Governor Newsom or Bill Cosby or anything that I stand for, well, you're going to get an earful. And we can still be friends. We can still be friends. That's the thing, people. We can agree to disagree on things. That is okay. And at the end of the day, you can still be friends. No hard feelings. Until you put your hands on me, you put your hands on me now, well, we're going to have a problem. But we should, we should be able to agree to disagree on our beliefs. It's just that when people get a hold of these really strong beliefs, you know, you know, it blurs the lines in between. It's like, hold up, buddy. Uh, I know you're a Republican, but uh, I think you're talking a little too loud in my ear right now. Just a little too loud. And I'm going to need you to back up about about five paces. You know? So, wasn't intending to talk about Governor Newsom, but it was part of my assignment last night and. I'm fired up about it. In addition, I received a message from a recruiter for a work at home position, but the lady's uh, accent, she's you know from India, was so thick I had I could not understand a word she was saying. And I, I I'm around all kind of cultures, so I can really kind of pick up the words of people, but I said, I'm sorry. I said, your, your accent is so, I said, I can't understand. Um, I'll just send you my new resume and, uh, we can communicate like that. So, um, perhaps she'll find someone that doesn't have a really thick accent and we can talk, but we'll see how this goes. Um, Sounds cool. Can't tell if it's legit. Anybody can create a website these days, throw pictures on there, say a bunch of keywords. I'm just not sold on things. I mean, I create websites, so I can, I know what to look for. Oh, there we go. Never fails with the alarm here. You know, I don't think there's not been, I don't think there's been one time I haven't been here where the alarm hasn't gone off. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. All right, good people. Hope your day is blessed. Hope your day is full of goodness. And remember, for every negative utterance or negative thought, you have to replace that with at least three positives. This is neuroscience I'm sharing with you. This is neuroscience. So waver away from the negativity and more positive 
It's something we all got to work on. I've been working on it religiously. <laughs> and uh, I was talking to my mom the other day and she, uh, let me give you a quick example of what I'm talking about. My bro says, hey, you know, Alhambra have been skipping out on this for two months. You know, we don't get our water. I have to go buy water. So, you know, guess what? Costco does the same thing. And I believe Costco is more reliable. So I'm going to go with them immediately. My mom goes into this frenzy. Oh, what you doing? You're always doing something. Now you make me sick. I was like, whoa. I just looked at her like. You shouldn't say things like that. You've been saying things like that for a very long time. Compound interest on you make me sick over 80 years. Guess what's happening? Yeah. I'll have to share that with her later. I didn't have time or the energy to go into it. I just replied, hey, it's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. My bro totally agreed. He was like, oh, good, good. This guy is you know, wavering. And that shut her down. That shut her down right then and there. I said, no, it's a great idea. Look, I said, look, they they have been skipping out for the past few months. You know, he's had to go, you know, lug water up and down the stairs, you know, uh, when they weren't delivering. If he weren't. You know, if he was, if he wasn't doing this, if he wasn't here, you'd be shit out of luck. So simmer down and let it happen. <laughs> My brother liked that one. He liked that one. She had nothing else to say. All she can do is just have that frown on her face and mumble inside. But as she's mumbling and uttering, she might not be saying it, but you could see it in her face. Make me sick. Always doing something. Blah, blah, blah. Grump, grump, grump. That's old people. Old people are having some serious issues right now. It's not that they're crazy. It's just that they've been talking to themselves the wrong shit. To say you make me sick, that's not implying on anyone on the other person. That's on you. That's like a reverse boomerang. Pow! Comes right back at you. By saying that you're not hindering someone, you're giving someone else power by saying you make me sick. I was like, wow. I haven't heard that like since I was a child. And it's disturbing for, for a parent when you think about it, for a parent to say that to to their children or just say it to anybody reference to anybody you make me sick are you kidding me people you gotta watch your words you gotta watch your utterances even if you're thinking it it's not good it is not good hey don't take my word for it look up mark waldman top neuroscientist in the world How words can change your brain. This is real stuff, real stuff. So I challenge you today to, 
you know, free your mind of negativity, free your mind of negative utterance. I don't care what's going on in your world. I don't care. Just, just, just stay positive. Just, just a day of positivity. And it's challenging. Trust me. It's, I, I know. I've been dealing with it all my life. But you can hear the jolly in my voice. I'm not making this stuff up. I don't say from the Bay to LA and beyond and not be happy saying that. It's impossible. It's impossible. Service to many leads to greatness. Service to many leads to greatness. That's from one of my mentors, Jim Rohn. If y'all know who Jim Rohn is, R-O-H-N, look him up. The man came from nothing to a whole lot of something. Inspired by positivity and the power and the will to do and inspire others to do. That's the path I'm on. So, to Jim Rohn, to to the Jim Rohns out there, to the Governor Newsom's out there to the to the old people who want to talk negatively to themselves. I still wish you peace and positivity. I'm out.